Do you have an idea for a business and wonder what it would take to turn that into a reality? Charlie Kuhn and Katie Gamble talk with Eric Yao, lawyer and entrepreneur, about what it takes to be successful as a business owner. Eric is the owner of Clarksville Zombie Hunters, the award-winning haunted attraction in Clarksville that opens the last weekend in September. Eric talks about the drive to succeed and how you need to define success beyond dollars and cents. All on this episode of Clarksville's Conversation. Eric, I told you, I gave you a warning that Charlie mustache you a question that has nothing to do with anything, probably. And he has a mustache and a full beard. I mean, he's he's got it going on. Can you grow a full beard? If I wanted to. Okay. I have to try really hard. Do you? I think about it really hard. It didn't look like you had to try hard. You think about it. So, so some of us know that, you know, Eric plays pool and he's really good and he does a lot of trick shots and stuff like that. And you can tell us about that in a minute. But if you were a pool ball, is that what you call them? Yes. Okay. Would you be a solid or a stripe? And why? I would be the cue ball because I like being in control. Oh, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Cue ball wasn't included in the question. It's a solid. It's a solid, solid one. Yeah, but I should have been more specific. <laughs> well, once again, he wanted, he controlled your question. That's He's very he intimidating. <laughs> you know, there are, there are people around here, it's very intimidating to sit across from Eric Yao. <laughs> Because then he laughs at you. Listen, I've asked Eric this before. I don't know. I, I, do, I don't know if he sleeps. I mean, you've got uh, you're an attorney. You've got zombie hunters. You've got yeah, home buyers. He's a race car driver, pool shark, preacher. I don't know how you do all that. I don't sleep much. I can tell you that much. It's it's a lot of running. It's and a lot a of working. And he's a over all of it too. Apparently, by his answer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We like to get a lot done in a short amount of time. Uh, yeah. I teach my girls about being efficient. You know, you don't you don't do ten things in ten minutes if you can do ten things in five minutes. Yeah. We uh, work hard and yeah. fast. Time management is key to Oh, anything. it's huge. Absolutely. Oh, it's true. And knowing what you need to delegate and what you don't. And the, you probably have trouble with that, I bet That's you. the one thing where I have trouble. I feel mm-hmm. like we could get more done if I had a greater capacity to delegate. Mm-hmm. And we're working on that. Yeah. We're working on that. Now, I want to talk in a little bit about being an entrepreneur and this and that. But let's talk first about some of these things that you've done and what made you decide to do these things like zombie hunters let's talk about that which is sure when does it open uh end of september end of september and it's open for six or seven weeks every fall mm-hmm. and usually on fridays and saturdays this year we're going to be open on halloween as well so zombie hunters it started in 2014 as our first year where realistically in 2013 my business partner and i we looked at, at the prospect and thought you know clarksville needs something exciting needs something uh-huh. fun that the families could do something that's family friendly in that that haunt attraction arena we had a, a haunted house maybe a couple of of smaller haunted attractions here and there in clarksville but nothing big nothing amusement park scale that we mm-hmm. wanted to get to and the prevailing idea was to have something called a zombie paintball hayride and the zombie paintball hayride is an attraction where much like a traditional hayride you're riding through the haunted woods except you're armed with a paintball gun Mm -hmm. and when the zombies come out of the woods you get to shoot them with the paintball guns there's a whole lot of research and development that went into this what kind of paintballs what kind of paintball guns how do you see the paintballs if it's at night so we use glow-in-the-dark paintballs Mm -hmm. and black lights things like that but the the 
drive behind creating some some kind of event like that uh, more than just a revenue generating source but was to create something that Clarksville had never seen before that we never had something that would be fun that you could take your families to and it's grown from that I mean we've added several more attractions free outdoor movies we've raised tens of thousands of dollars annually for various charities it's so much fun. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I heard you say is that you created something that nobody else was doing. So if you've got someone out there starting a business and you were going to give them some advice, I mean, would that be something? Find the niche that you can't recreate something? Find a niche? Or? Maybe. So, you know, if, if you see a hole, fill it uh -huh. uh, is a statement that I've seen said over and over and over again. And for instance, with zombie hunters, it's easy to use that as an example because we didn't have that. We had a haunted house or two, nothing huge. And so there was a hole in the market. So from an economic standpoint, there was something of a, a viable business there. Now, we could have been terrible at what we did and run it into the ground and it could have failed miserably. Mm -hmm. But you you fill that hole with something viable. You fill it well. Uh, if you look around and you say, you know what, in this set of city blocks, there's not a flower shop. And I think a flower shop would do well here. I don't know anything about flowers. If I put one there, I would not fill that hole well. But mm -hmm. uh, an entrepreneur could look at that opportunity and say, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to put a flower shop here and it could be any small business that would grow into a large business or a service or some something that would fill that need in the market I, i'm fascinated with the zombie stuff because i've seen you guys at different events um i want to say the best of clarksville are you at that we at, did win best of clarksville last year they they dressed me up as a zombie last year do you remember we that? did mm -hmm. you know and i think you know I'm, I'm not like a scaredy cat or anything but i don't really like zombies and uh i don't want them to touch me so if i come out there to hunt them can they touch me so illegally can they touch me so <laughs> zombies don't know what laws are they they don't they're have any dead, idea oh, so there's a loophole coming yeah. from an attorney oh <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yeah okay well, i'm just gonna shoot them before they get there then that's what you gotta do and our slogan is shoot them in the face really yes because they have a mask on uh, that's right <laughs> <laughs> no because they're real charlie they're not wearing masks. They're real. So where do you find all these zombies? So historically, what we've done is we partner with 501c3s or ball yeah. teams, mm -hmm. different high school groups, college groups that are trying to raise money for a good cause, and they'll bring out a, a number of people that act as our zombies. You come out, you buy, you buy a ticket, you pay to shoot them in the face. They're raising money for a good cause. We're a medium by which they can do that. So do you pay them by the hour for when they're out there? Uh, historically, we would do a contract yep. amount by way of how many people they bring. Mm -hmm. Now, we do we do have hourly employees as well or nightly employees as well. Uh, and so the people who who come out, they're not typically there working with us to make money. They're, they're, there for they're making day. money, but they're mm -hmm. there because it's either a whole lot of fun or because they're raising money for a good cause. I wouldn't call being shot in the face fun. They do have masks on. Uh, you know, Katie, they're real. I mean, from, oh, okay. from day one, we've had to fight the, the the stigma. Well, you can't shoot somebody in the face with a paintball gun. Like, they have a mask on. They're, mm -hmm. they're very yeah. well protected. Yeah. And, uh, and we take care of our people. Mm -hmm. We're not going to let anybody get hurt. We've never had any serious injuries. I think that would five, be six years a, we've been around. an awesome fundraiser. If you had a group of people, say your sales uh, people, if you took them out there as a fundraiser for X, Y, for charity, come yeah. out and shoot. That that would be really good team, uh, yeah. team building as well. You should come out and shoot Ryan in the face. 
Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could shoot that high. <laughs> yeah. So do they do they have to bring their own makeup? You do all our, the makeup. You do all that. We stuff? provide everything for all of our actors. And we've stepped awesome. it up. Mm -hmm. I mean, every year we've just increased the capacity to put on a great show. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, we call some of the, the bad actors and we, we pay extra and bring in some good actors and, and we put on a good show. And every year we add more flair to what we have. Uh, we've recently added what we call the dark maze. So in addition to the zombie paintball hayride, you can do other things. We've got free outdoor movies. We've got a haunted trail where you're walking through the woods hunting zombies. And then something called a dark maze where it's pitch black in there filled with smoke from the fog machines and your objective is just to just make it out alive and mm -hmm. it's you know it's things like that that we keep coming up with that we keep yeah. adding to raise the bar ever yeah. so much higher that's awesome well and with that being said too and um you may not like me going this direction but you have to sometimes pull back the curtain because if we're if somebody's hearing this and they're an entrepreneur i mean not everything that a successful business or entrepreneur does is always successful there's probably been some pieces of it that you've had to back up and go, no, let's tweak this or do that. Can absolutely. You, can you talk to that just a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. And I don't mind pulling the curtain back at all. I'm an open book right. as far as zombie hunt goes. And, hey, and I like all successful entrepreneurs have had some failures. That's how you learn. Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, and while I wouldn't call them failures because the negative connotation that comes with that statement, I would say they're learning experiences, if nothing else. There are some things that we have added that have done well or mm -hmm. have done okay over the last couple of years that we've called for, say, this coming year. For instance, we've done escape games since year two, and the escape games have gotten rave reviews and they've done exceptionally well. However, they, in my opinion, distracted from the larger, uh, better attractions, being mm -hmm. the zombie mission or the, the haunted hayride or the maze, things like that. And so we try to, we kind of call the things that, that aren't explosive, that aren't mm -hmm. so spectacular, that's really going to bring people in, uh, helps narrow down our operational expenses because that's one less attraction that we have to maintain or expand every year and employee that we have to pay and so on and so forth. But like we had pedal carts for the past, past couple of years, pedal carts are super fun. I think we should have them down the river walk at the, the parks and stuff. Mm -hmm. That'd be super cool. But, uh, you know, it, it got some positive reviews and people enjoyed it, but it didn't have as warm of a welcome as we thought. And so the last couple of years we had to make the decision. Do we continue to expand that? Do we add some more flair to that? Or do we focus our efforts on the things that people are really coming out for and make that better and make that better. That's exactly mm -hmm. right. Well, um, I always tell people like when they say, oh, well, that didn't work. We're going to plan B. I'm like, there is no plan B. It's plan A tweaked. You're just tweaking plan sure. A as, as you go along. Well, right? you've got to be that fluid. Right. I mean, you've got to be able to in, adapt and improvise yeah. in, in any business. I mean, in banking or media or, you know, home buying, home buying and any of the things yeah. that we're doing, you've mm -hmm. got to be able to adapt to the challenges that, that you didn't know you were going to face. Uh, I've got a friend of mine who anticipated partnering with someone in Florida to open up a similar attraction. He has opened one in Memphis and Dallas-Fort Worth, and then he went to partner with someone in Florida, more of a consulting type, mm -hmm. you know, silent partner from a distance, but let me teach you how to do it. And they got almost to the point of being opened, and then they got shut down because the laws in Florida are different from here. Yeah. Oh. Apparently, the law in Florida would consider a, a paintball park akin to a firing range or a shooting complex, like we would call them here, and they didn't have the appropriate licensure. So they spent all that time, energy, oh, okay. and money to open and couldn't. 
Oh, wow. That's why it's good to have an attorney on your team. It's, it's pretty handy to have <laughs> yeah. an attorney on Someone that might ask the <laughs> uncomfortable question. Yes. Yeah, that's a lot of time and money, wasn't it? Yes, but when I learned of this, this is a couple years ago now, when I learned of this, and I'm trying to learn from other people's mistakes, it occurs to me, you know, I never looked it up here. I never yeah. researched that oh, issue wow, yeah. here. I'm just thankful that, you know, the, the laws are what they are, and I yeah. think the Lord provides. Mm-hmm. So if you if you knew somebody, let's say there's somebody out there listening to this and they've got an idea and they don't know what to do with it, what would you be the first piece of advice you'd give them? So I recently read uh, the 10x rule, Grant Cardone. Are y'all familiar with that book at all? I'm all right. Not. So Grant Cardone, he's a he's a sales coach and he runs a couple of businesses, the the most successful of which is in sales coaching. Mm-hmm. I'd recommend it for your staff. Uh, and he writes. What's his name again? Grant Cardone. He the reason I've come across him is because of my real estate investing, I'm trying to learn from successful real estate investors, of which he is one. And uh, one of his companies, I think they have, I don't know, six or seven hundred billion dollars in apartment complexes across the country. So he's heavily invested. But he's written four or five uh, New York Times bestselling books, one of which is the 10x rule. And uh, the short version of that 10x rule is you can you can accomplish so much more if you set your goals 10 times higher and put forth 10 times more effort. So to make it analogous to to what we might think of today, if I wanted to make $100,000 a year, maybe I'm going to work ever so hard and maybe I, I fail and I only make $70,000 this year or whatever it is. Well, if I put my goal 10 times higher, I want to make a million and then I work 10 times harder than I would otherwise have done and I still fall short. Okay, I made 700000 this right, year. Yeah. That's still not that bad. Mm-hmm. And so when, now when I'm mentoring people to be entrepreneurs, to start in real estate or start in business, I say don't underestimate the amount of work that you're going to have to put in. And that book, I think it... It tends to that proposition where you've got to put forth 10 times more effort than you really think you do in order to be as successful as you think you want to be. That's it's true. It makes a lot of sense. I, I have a question. I've, I've heard this question asked to other people before. But, you know, you've got your hand in a lot of things. And sure. then the outside looking in, somebody could say, man, Eric's got it made. You know, he's just cruising along and he's, you know. He does have a beautiful it, wife and two beautiful little girls. Oh, yeah. That's but, true. But yeah, you, that, that, part, that part's true. true. But but you you see where I'm getting at. People sure. say, "Oh well, Eric's you know he's doing this, he's doing this. You know he's got it made." How how do you respond to something like that when someone just from the outside sure. looking in just says, "He got it going on." Well, you got to remember the grass is always greener on the other side. Yep. I mean, you don't know what goes on in my head. You don't know what fears and failures and struggles yep. and pains and agony and depression and whatever it is that I might be dealing with on any given day. Uh, how much disappointment I suffer when uh, I've got a calendar full of people who are supposed to come and meet with me for consultations as a criminal defense attorney and then that no call, no show. And I'm literally at my desk longing to help you. I want to bless you. I want to be of service to you. I want you you to hire me to do it. I want to make a living. I want to provide for my family to do that. And then people no call, no show. Uh, and, and things yeah. like that. Uh, or when contractors in my real estate business, when they fail me, when they deliver a, a poor service or when they steal from me, uh, when they say they did something, send me an invoice and then it really didn't actually get done. And then, you know, they don't answer the phone, those kinds of things. I mean, you, you know, the grass 
it sure looks green from afar. Yeah. But I assure you, when you put me under the microscope, you don't want to be me. Yes. It's just Eric Yao. I'm just I'm just a normal guy with abnormal problems. One yep. of the things that I admire about Eric that a lot of people probably don't realize is that I mean, Eric wasn't raised with a silver spoon. He wasn't given all yeah. this. He wasn't given all this money. Here, go start your own business. I mean, he he worked to pay his own way through college yeah. and just kind of he's kind of self-made and I admire that because it's not like you just had somebody hand you this stuff one day and go here here's some money go start your own businesses yeah. I mean he right. conceptualized he all the stuff all his own and I, I admire that because um, that's the hardest harder way to do it yeah and, and one of the things that that me looking at you and knowing what knowing what you do is you know you can ask a person you know what's your work schedule and I'll say, you know, eight to five or whatever. But if you ask someone like Eric or an entrepreneur, what's your work schedule uh, all day? If I'm awake, I'm working on something. Your mind is always thinking about something. And you've got to be willing to be successful like the things you're doing. You've got to be willing to not have a time clock. Right. It just has to be a continuous. You might wake up at when I say wake up at 10, you're laying in bed at 10 o'clock going, man, I got to do this. Something that just comes to your sure. mind. So you're not mm -hmm. just thinking about punching in at eight. You're, exactly. you're rolling up early and getting yeah. it done. Yeah, that's what you said earlier. It's about time management. So if one were to write down in a journal or on a yellow pad everything that they did throughout the course of the day, think of how much dead time there is. When you're driving to work, it's a 20-minute drive to work, and, and it's just dead time. You're listening to the radio, which is obviously what you want them to do. I'm glad you do that. Oh, I do that all the time. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you're on the radio, you're yeah. you're in the shower or you're, I said on the radio, you're driving to work or you're in the shower or you're, you know, when you're watching TV. And there are so many opportunities where you could be constructive rather than complacent. And uh, and so, for instance, when I'm running or when I'm otherwise driving or things like that, I might be listening to podcasts about real estate. How can I expand my education in the fields in which I'm trying to make a living? I might be trying to learn about construction. I might be learning about entrepreneurialism. Uh, somebody listening to this is doing so for their own personal benefit. Mm -hmm. And I hope that they benefit yeah. from that. And if you think about all that dead time that people have, if you were to fill that dead time with things that are productive or constructive, you could start four or five businesses. And that's practically what we've done. Not that I have so much free time I'm trying to fill with one more thing, but I, I find that one more thing, like the, the foundation we recently started, and I make time for that. I make time. Yeah. So what do you do to relax? Like. What do you do to relax? Well, I don't know what that means. What? I mean, you have what, to have some What word are you, you saying? Do, what do you do to rest? <laughs> You've got to have something. Sure, sure. I mean, we do a lot of fun stuff. I'll mm -hmm. ride four-wheelers. We've okay. cut some trails on our property, and Time I like riding four-wheelers. I'll go hiking with my girls. One of the, the things that we're going to do, my girls are four and six right now. I'm going to take my six-year-old on an overnight hike on the trails on our property. Oh, that's nice. And, it, and I'm so excited about that. I think it's going to be fantastic. Are you getting ready to do that? We are. We're, we're going she to She will remember that days. always. Yeah. And then we'll do it again, you know, some other time when mm -hmm. my four-year-old can walk a little bit further and things like that. Mm -hmm. But uh, you asked, what do I do to relax? But I, I'll answer it with what I do for fun. I mean, we go racing from mm -hmm. time to time. I've got a Corvette that we've built. We go racing at road courses. Uh, we shoot guns from time to time. We go hunting from time to time. And occasionally we'll go on, I think it's called a vacation. I think that's yeah, what Yeah, those things, is. yeah. We've done that once. 
Maybe you twice. turn your phone off? No. <laughs> I don't either. I'm working I don't on either. vacation. I, I don't either. Yeah. I mean, I always make make specific times yeah. to to check in to you know see what needs that. Needs. I don't even do the um, email message. I'm not in the office because I'm going to check it on my phone. Right. You know? Right. And it's hard to break those habits. I mean, old habits are hard. And the way I look at it, when I'm going on vacation, we recently went to Florida, just spent four days on the beach with me and the, the wife and the girls. We spent some time down there, but I'm not going to forsake them or forego efforts with them so as to work. But while I'm down there, they're taking a nap or whatever. Yeah. I'm sitting on the beach. I'm going to be working. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing something constructive, even if it's reading. Uh, I read Sell or Be Sold, Grant Cardone. That was, I think, a follow-up to maybe the 10X rule. Mm-hmm. But I read that one. Not as good uh, and more driven towards salespeople. I can bring mm-hmm. it to you. Yeah, I'd like to read it. Sell or be sold. It, it was good, and I see the value in that. Uh, not as good as 10x. But anyway, so I'm sitting on the beach, and it's I could be sitting there looking at Facebook, or I could be sitting there trying to be constructive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would say I, I agree with that. But oh, and you already know this, but I always make time because my daughter is a senior in high school and we've done all the things like you're talking about. Yeah. And now I'm like, man, I just wish I had a little more yeah. before she, you know, that's one thing I'm working on because I, it's I, tough. You know, we work so hard. My wife, uh, I know that I'm the one sitting here, but she works as harder, harder than I do. And, and she's and part of the new leadership Clarksville class. She that's is. Right. I mm-hmm. saw that. Yeah. So. You know, we try to make time for the girls. Well, just the other day, we had a lovey fight. And it seems so silly that uh-huh. we get all our stuffed animals, lay them out on the floor, and draw a line in the sand. And we say, all right, ready, go. And we just have, play, it's basically dodgeball with stuffed yeah. animals. And, and that kind of quality time with the girls, I value that more than anything else. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it amazing that with kids, that it's the smallest things that they remember mm-hmm. and not sometimes the biggest things that we... I'm playing. It's the smallest things like that. Right. That they will always remember. My four-year-old, she said, do you remember such and such at her other house? And I remember what it was, something about being on the porch. And uh, I said, no, I don't remember that. I think she might have been one and a half yeah. at the Isn't time. You know? yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it was something about being on the porch with me and the it color was a moment. yellow. It was a moment. Just mm-hmm. that instant in time that that... that seemingly fragile or feeble brain can mm-hmm. cement in the memory and me- is meaningful to her. I think that, and we're getting off topic here, but I think that, in my opinion, the reason kids remember those moments because it's in those moments they feel the most loved. That could be true. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So what's next for Do you got anything new you want to share? What's next for sure. Eric? Any, like, I know we've got the Yale home buyers right. going on. So we're, we're buying houses. We do a lot of flips. We do a lot of rentals. And we're looking at buying uh, about two or three a month in the near future, uh, actually at present and continuously into the near future. And With uh, the help of some... Creative marketing from Five Star. Mm-hmm. That's right. And and we're working diligently towards that. We've got five or six projects going on at any point in time. But now that that machine is running, mm-hmm. uh, we're putting our efforts to a 501c3 that we created called YFI, which is Yao Foundation, Inc. And we're engaging in efforts to... 
uh, work in blight elimination mm-hmm. and affordable housing in Clarksville. Uh, there's a very obviously a significant need for that, and uh, we've spoken with some people with THDA and HUD and, and various people at City Hall, uh, several 501c3 directors and uh, prospective board members were expanding the board and basically we're we as a 501c3 which it's been around for about two years and has been blessing people in clarksville in a number of ways we're somewhat narrowing our scope to work towards affordable housing taking some of the the connections and education experience that we've got in yao home buyers and then putting that into a philanthropic effort or uh, 501c3 nonprofit yeah. effort to, to bless Clarksville. I mean, if you can imagine, you know, if we were able to successfully get rid of all of the, the boarded up condemned houses mm-hmm. and then replace them with parks or other green space or build affordable housing or controlled rent housing for low income families, things like that. That's what we're working on right now. And you'd be surprised how much time I'm putting into that, knowing how much else we have going on. But that's what we're working on. Well, that's where that 10-time rule falls into place because that is a huge project. It is. And more than anything else, in that, I have realized I can't do it all myself. Oh, you think? (laughs) I I (laughs) wanna do everything. I wanna Mm -hmm. do it all myself. I wanna win a national championship in in the racing circuit that I'm in. I wanna be the best criminal defense attorney. Mm -hmm. I wanna flip more houses than anybody else. Uh, I wanna have more rentals than my friend Kevin, you know? Mm -hmm. But, in the Yao Foundation, I have to get out of the way. It cannot be me at the helm of the ship. Mm-hmm. I want to support it. I want to push it. I want to help design and and drive it for a moment, as we have been for the past mm-hmm. couple of years. We're going to be looking at hiring an executive director who can actually run it. I need a board that is larger than my immediate circle of friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it's moving in that direction. And I'm super excited. It's It's going to be far greater and far more impactful for the city of Clarksville going this direction than it would be if I stayed at, at the helm. Well, it'd, yep. be a, it'd be an amazing legacy to leave in the, sure. for the city of Clarksville and for your daughters. and Sure, yeah. absolutely. And, you know, I, I somewhat selfishly could foresee one of my daughters being the executive director years mm-hmm. from now running this and, and, you know, having a multi-million dollar annual budget and being a prominent 501c3 in the area and potentially expanding to greater middle Tennessee or all of Tennessee yeah. or nationally. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Yep. So in closing, let's do this. If you could give advice, just one thing that you would want, if you had like this room full of entrepreneurs with ideas, what would be the one thing you would tell them this is the most important thing you need to do to get your idea started? Uh, Under the presumption that you already have the idea. You have an idea. Work harder than everybody else. And the reason is somebody else has that idea. Somebody else is doing something Mm -hmm. similar. Somebody else has created a similar product or offers a similar service. But you need to work harder than the next person to be able to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. That's the that's the one thing. I have so much more though. Mm-hmm. I have so much more. Uh, don't do it for yourself. Do it for other people. Okay. Um, you, you know you can make money in any business in banking or, or radio, internet media, criminal defense law. You can you can make money doing anything. But if that's your drive, you're only going to be as successful as the dollar will allow. But if your drive is is outside of the scope of the dollar. For instance, if you're trying to bless the community that you're in with mm-hmm. that service, making a difference, making a, a difference or a, a, a massive difference in the community, 
then success is measured differently than the dollars at the end of a spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. And so that, that drive should be more than just to make a living, but to make a life for people around you. I think about when I flip a house and, and say we made you know a few thousand dollars or $20,000 or a billion dollars or whatever it is, you make X number of dollars on that particular house. Okay, if that's how you measure that success of that one renovation project, we've completely missed the point. We've created a house for a family, a, a place for them to raise their kids. We've helped the bankers who did the lending. We helped the title company who closed mm -hmm. it, the lawyers or the, you know, the realtors. That's a really good way to look at it. All the people, every step of the way, the contractors that I use, mm -hmm. the subs that they use, their families, their kids, their friends and neighbors and their bankers and their taxes. I mean, how many people did that one house bless? Yep. And so our slogan is buying homes, blessing lives. And it's not just the people that buy a house from us who are blessed, but right. it's everybody every step of the way. And it goes back to that underlying premise of don't do it for the dollar, do it for a much greater purpose. Yep. I like that. I think you can, you can equate that to any career. Like for us in my business, we're helping businesses grow their business because that's their dreams. Yes, and you're creating mm -hmm. jobs by doing what you're mm -hmm. doing. That's right. Well, thank you for coming in today. I know, you, I know you are very busy with all that going on. So thank you for taking time <laughs> yeah. with us. Always good to see you. Well, I appreciate the invite. Thank you yes, so sir. much. Clarksville's Conversation. Subscribe now on your favorite podcasting app so you don't miss a single conversation.